is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. It's Thursday! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Let's hey, go! Uh, with the boys, brought to you by <laughs> Wingstop. As you can see, we are without our fearless leader. Shannon Gross is off doing other business. We finally got here. him off the show, fellas. We finally got rid of him. <laughs> no, 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 can't do it. Can't do it. But, but of course, we have the main stars of the show, and that's all that matters. We've got uh, Nate Newton in our SWBC Mortgage Studio. Glad to see you at the head of this thing, man. What's up? Yeah, I don't know about that. And of course, the gospel himself, yes, Jesse sir. The Holly. Gospel. He's here today as well. So, what more do you need? We got our we got our two stars players. We're we're in good shape. We're in good shape. Um, also, today brought to us by Tiff's Treats. Yes, some of us got cookies today. I guess all of us got cookies today, but some of them don't yeah. have them on hand. So, uh, Nate. I guess your wife has maybe eaten. Oh man, my wife! My sure. wife called and, me, Kurt, and said, "You got some treats on the porch." And I'm like, and then she's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, it's by T- uh, Tiffany's. Is I got the name right? Is, do, I, do I have that name right? <laughs> Tiff's. Tiff's. Okay, Tiff's. Tiff's okay, but Tiff's. And uh, cause I'm trying to have. Listen, uh, you know when a fat man ears get clogged, which you went to talking about food, and I'm driving over here to the <laughs> studio, and uh, I said, "Well, baby, go look and see what it is. Shadow's supposed to be sending us some cookies." And there it is. Thanks, Tiff's. Mm, there it Appreciate is. Appreciate it. Now, she already had Jesse's ice cream, so we're not. Jesse's weren't sent to his office. They were sent to his home. So no telling if he'll even get any. Hopefully you will. I'll get a couple cookies. My mom is at the house, so there's a slim to none chance that I'll get any ice cream. Um, And I just checked the inventory, and we're all out of slim. So the likelihood of me getting ice cream (laughs) is not happening, but I will probably get a couple cookies left over. Uh, Yeah, once once she sees that ice cream, she's going to be like, whatever, bro. You know, find his keepers, lose his weepers. I had to fight off my kids. It was like beating off sharks of the chum there. They were <laughs> after these cookies, but I've, I've held on to them for this long. I'll get a couple. Um, but yeah, tomorrow is actually National Cookie Day, so thank you, Tiff's Treats. We don't have a Tiff's show. Tiff's Treats. Thank you. Uh, Am I the only guy in America that messes today. up every name? Nah. Uh, no, nah, yes. you just, just about. You just might be about, just about. Yeah, I think yeah. I am. <laughs> don't, don't. From, Dun, about, from Dontario about. to where Flavor Gets His Wings. <laughs> you always seem to get the wing stop right so we know where your heart lies right. um, okay so um, actually today is a bit of a tough day for the team and, and sad day in cowboys nation as uh, the marcus paul tribute uh, was this morning at 10 and the t- team kind of kind of took t- time off to uh to to um, watch and, and participate in the service uh virtually obviously with the covid the the uh, couldn't do an in-service, but difficult day. I don't know, fellas. It's been a tough couple of weeks so far. Yesterday was a little wonky with the, with the other game. Now today, but I guess this team's probably ready, hopeful to get back on schedule. 
Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. definitely. Uh, and it's, you know, the sad part about it is we live in this time where I'm sure there are deep, deep relationships that was built with players and staff with Coach Paul. And because these guys are in season and the in the world that we live in right now, you can't fully go and pay your respects because that could in you know in reverse put you in a position to either spread or contact uh, or contract uh, the COVID, um, and and you know that that's that that's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. But you know our thoughts and our prayers are with. The Paul family and, and the players and the organization and all those who've had a relationship with Coach Paul and it's a tough one, man. That that that, that breaks my heart to even think about having to deal with something like that um, from that scale of being so close to a person, but in the moment where you want to pay the ultimate respect to someone as they're going to their resting place, you can't because you're in season and we live in a COVID uh, a COVID driven world right now. But rest in peace, Coach Paul. Well right. said, Jason. Yeah. And, and yes, sir. McCarthy said last playing last Thursday, he wasn't sure how the team was respond. And obviously the game didn't turn out like you want, but they did put out the heart, the hustle and all that. And and so we hope that again, like Jesse said, prayers and thoughts out to that family, uh, the Paul family and the Cowboys family. I know the players are going through a lot. So um, but let's get on to some football here. Um, strange day yesterday, afternoon Wednesday football. Did you dial in to the watch the next Cowboys opponent? Look at Let me say something, man. Let me say something. If, it, if this is an indication, and, and, and I've said this before, if I'm a head coach, you can't give me no extra days off talking about we ain't finna practice. Because if yesterday's game in the first quarter with four turnovers ain't an indication of lack of practice, <laughs> wow. That was that was ugly, man. I'm listening to it on Sirius Radio, and I'm like, turnover, interception, touchdown, fumble. <laughs> and, and, and we keep talking about, yeah, well, they just had they, they just had a – Another Zoom meeting, okay? All right. You catch right here. Boy, uh-uh. Jesse, that is not how you play football, my friend. Not this late in the season. It, it is not. It's not. And, and it was ugly. And I'm, I'm more happy that the Steelers actually won because they have been getting the short end of this whole COVID rescheduling mm-hmm. stick. Um, but yeah. and I was and I was flipping back and forth, and it was um, it was at times hard to watch. Uh, but between that and of course my Tar Heel taking on the Longhorns, which we lost in that game too. The Texas Longhorns are our daddies. We cannot beat them in basketball to save our <laughs> lives. Um, but yeah, no, that 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 that. And another thing is like to watch that game. People are like, well, we're gonna get a kind of a look of what we're playing against next week, and I'm like. No, you won't, because there, there were so many players that didn't play for, for Baltimore. Th- that same team that you saw yesterday afternoon won't be the same team Thank you. that you see mm-hmm. when you have to travel to Baltimore next week. I, I'm just telling yeah. fans now that, it, that you won't don't don't look at that game and say, boy, we got a real shot at going. No, 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 you don't. You don't. You don't because mm-hmm. you'll have Lamar Jackson back and you'll have a host of other players that'll be back. That you have to deal with for four quarters. So you can look at that game yesterday and say, you know what? Hey, we got football on Wednesday at 3.30. But that team that you saw in Baltimore 
will not be the same team that steps on the field. Well, I don't even know when's it next Tuesday, Wednesday. When do we play again? Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Tuesday man. Next yeah. Tuesday. So, 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 Cowboy fans, don't look at that game and think that's who we're going to play because it is not. Ni- they had 19 players on the COVID list that they'll be getting mm. back next week. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys about that because the team, you know, they practiced Wednesday, which is normally the day you start, you know, putting in your game plan and that kind of thing. And then they were all going to go watch the games as position groups. And I know, could, could they get anything out of that? Is there anything they could really gain? Or are they just, are they even watching that game? Or are they going to have to go back and watch previous where, where games? Where did they watch really the game at, Kurt? And how did they watch it? I mean, were they all assembled in their respective rooms as by positions? That's supposedly. Okay, yeah, because. they're in their rooms by position. The, the linebackers and D-line got a false look because those ain't the running backs and the quarterbacks. The safeties and corners got a false look because uh, they're going to have a better guy playing quarterback. I, 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 I wish I could say they, that time would have been better spent on the football field lining up in their proper positions and knowing where to be and doing a little bit of banging. I think that wow. would have been the, be, the better way than sitting up there watching that game like Jesse said because that ain't the game you're going to get come next week. <laughs> I promise you. I mean, you I agree could, with him 100% think, on that. Yeah. I think Michael Gallup had said that uh, he hoped to get some stuff out of the TV, like hearing the, the communication or something like that from oh the defensive God. backs. I don't know that's re- realistic. I mean, <laughs> come I on, like yeah. that really man. We can't even line up on our own team and know our own place. Now we're going to try to commu- come on for real. Did he say, <laughs> don't do that? Don't do that. Don't do that. No, Jesse, what are you no. thinking? I mean, how, how, how many games have we watched every now and again? The most we get is we get a couple cuss words and we'll get an Omaha or we'll get a Holly Berry or we'll get something like that. Yeah. But you're not here. You're not seeing. You're not hearing. Singing. We don't got you more know, kills that this year case, than anything. I think they made them stop saying kills. If that kill. was the case, every team <laughs> would watch the game on, on, on the TV copy right. if they pick it up signals and, and calls, right? If that's the case, if, if I can hear a call, everybody be like, no, what do we need all 22 for? Give me yeah. the TV copy, right? In between, when, when Collinsworth says, <laughs> right, he, when right. he stops talking, I'm hearing the call. No, like again, you hear, every now and again, you hear, the, you, you know, you hear the quarterback, you know, 55 to Mike or, you know, ID 52, and you'll hear, you know, hey, Holly Berry, Holly Berry, kill, kill, kill. But other than that, you're not you can't hear the defensive call. So I don't know what Michael Gallup was watching. Maybe he, <laughs> he might have had it on. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. If, if they were, you said they were in their respective rooms because if they were at yeah. home, that that game was probably on the background noise while they were playing whatever PS5 or Xbox <laughs> 16, whatever came out next. Because yeah. there's nothing, nothing you picking up as far as audible wise that you're gonna pick up from watching the TV copy. Yeah, I've been better off watching Madden and watching Lamar they, run for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a typical week though how many games back would you scout would you would teams four. go over like if, as wide receiver four games back four wow and you hope and that it's a loss would, in there they break it you hope that it's a loss in there a tight game in there and a win in there you you, you hope that you can get those three things because you want to see how your guy reacts in a bad situation you hope there's you see some struggle in those games as well as some success. Would they put, like, say they were on a six-game losing streak, would they go back and look at the loss from from previous? 
That makes sense. Yeah, I don't understand that quite. Well, you, I don't like yeah. you said. They usually do four games. So what if right. they had, had won their last four or five? Would they go back and look at you know even further back to look? look some at a loss some coaches will. You, you, some players will. Some players are smart enough to do that. But most coaches they they they'll take a look because they want to see. You want to see a team when they're up high, and you want to see a team when they when they're struggling. They ain't necessarily a loss. Just like yesterday, uh, Coach Tomlin called his team a JV team. Well, I would want to look at that film just to see what went on if I was getting ready to play the Steelers, even though they, they lost and it was more than four games. I would just like to see how that game went and what made them feel that way. And, and, and depending on like your opponent, <clears throat> um, like for a coach, right, I may go back and watch more than four games right. and try to find if there are some specific plays like, hey – Let's just keep an eye out, you know, alert, alert for this play. They, now they did this earlier in the season to a team that's similar to us. So you're trying to find where are the similarities to the opponent that you're playing, whether that be offensively or defensively. But you also want to know, all right, what are their recent trends? Because most teams, they may dig back in the crate for a player or two, and you hope that you're prepared for that player or two. But they only go four games back because you're, you're – you're building and you're installing every single week for the opponent that you're playing. So it's kind of almost what are, what are they doing in the recent weeks and the last month? Um, you know, because we're, we're at what week 11 now. Yeah. The, the, the roster, the roster isn't the same from week one. Right. Mm-hmm. Guys are hurt. Guys are injured. So you go back and that kind of almost sometimes gives you a false sense of what they are right now. The last four games gives you a more realistic picture of who you're playing today. And you take a game like Baltimore, take a little bit of that yesterday because there's some pieces that you can get out of that. But then you look for the last couple games and say, all right, this is what they normally do. You know, formation, setup, stuff like that, uh, where for for the offensive side, to be honest with you, Kurt, defenses doesn't they don't change that much. Right. There's only so certain way you can run a cover two or cover four or cover three, whatever. But it's when they run them. It's who they run them with. It's trying to pick up those little things throughout of it. But a cover three is a cover three. And you know what a team is going to be. Their foundation, their core is before the game starts. Hey, listen, guys, this team is a primarily quarters team. They're going to run quarters 75 percent of the time. But when they do decide the blitz or they when you know who's blitzing, those are more the, the key indicators. Hey, they like the blitz when they're up. 14. Hey, when they get this into the field, you know, the last four games, they show they're bringing pressure from this side with this guy. So just, you know, keep it in the back of your mind. When you get in there, it's the third quarter, they're up seven. Just know here, this is coming. This is going to come eventually if, if this is the situation. We can get into it more later, but was there anything that gave you hope facing this Ravens defense? I mean, they only allowed Pittsburgh no. 19 points, and six of those came on an interception. No. No. No, <laughs> no I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you man. why. I'm going to tell you why. Okay, we already – and it's just Nate talking. This is not no coaching stats. Huh? We already conceded that we can't run the ball. We already, we, we're not going to run the ball. Okay, if you're not going to run against this team or try to make them stay honest and Khalil's camera and that group can pin their ears back, it's game over. They got nice DBs, even though Jimmy Smith got a little banged up. They got nice DBs, and they coming. So, and they will blitz. 
and they would give you pressure uh, packages that that would show blitz and back off and, and give you a lot of coverage. So th- this is the team Jesse talking about. Don't let this – these dudes are legit. Their defense is legit. And if you're not – if you don't have the heart and the stamina to try to fake at these dudes with the run, they will punish you. Mm, that's not very and helpful, Nate. And when you, and when you look at this team, where what, what is our? We have three. I mean, you only got two Achilles, but we got three Achilles heels, right? We 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 don't stop the run well. Well, you you about to get a load of J.K. Dobbins and uh, 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 Mark Ingram, right? Uh, we don't cover the backs out of the backfield, so you, you know J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram, uh, Gus Johnson, and then we struggle with tight ends. Well, get ready. For, that's Lamar Jackson's favorite target. Andrews and the rest of that crew, the three th- the three Achilles heels that we truly struggle with as far as the defense, you know, and staying in our alignment and assignment lanes and add Lamar Jackson to that mix. Well, well hell, what are we going to do? You know, it, <laughs> oh, this is this is another one of those games where a, a team that's been kind of ailing and, and trying to get things on track. Oh, they've come to the Dallas Cowboy Pharmacy. <laughs> you know, so the doctor order. I, I tell you like this: what you asked about our defense or their defense? Was it our defense? Yeah. Well, I think um, I asked about their defense. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Either one. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Because I, I, when Jesse went into that spiel right there, I'm like, oh my god, I'm on the wrong page. I'm not listening well. But <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something, fellas. It's gonna be tough, both sides of the ball. Yeah. It, you're, you're, you're talking about a coaching staff that Jess has repeatedly said they, 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 they core team is in place. And they, they're, they're missing weeks ain't like our guys missing weeks. We got a new defensive coordinator who just recently got guys to start believing in, in what he's trying to do. And, and now they haven't practiced. You know, that, 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 that that's mm-hmm. – that's not going. That's not, and maybe they and maybe they have enough fresh legs to overcome that lack of practice. Maybe they do. Maybe they have enough knowledge of the defense to overcome that. I, I just don't see it. Even though I'm not big on Lamar and where he's at in his progression as a as a as a as a quarterback, because if I'm the Dallas Cowboys, I know my back end defensively is weak, but I had nine guys on the line. Show me you can throw. <clears throat> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take a break here. Maybe I got a couple more uh, defensive-related questions I'll ask you when we get back. Um, I guess I don't need to throw out any more sponsors. Um, that's it. Chris, dial us up. We'll be right back on Hanging with the Boys. Is your family a Cowboys family? Have you taken holiday photos at the Star? Was your wedding theme blue and silver? Have you convinced your kids them is spelled with a D? If so, every game day feels like a vacation to you, so treat it like one. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com. Proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. 
Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to Hanging with the Boys. We are back with Hanging with the Boys. Is myself, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, Nate Newton. We are without our fearless leader today, Shannon Gross. So he is not yes. here to tell you about underwear. Tommy John, one of our sponsors, <laughs> is, is uh, I, I'm sorry I don't have my on. I can't stand on the chair and show you how I look in my, <laughs> my loungewear, but... Show us how you look in those pants, Kurt. Those beautiful loungewear. You don't. You don't need no more shorts or no more pajama pants. Get you a pair of Tommy John's loungewear. And be hanging with and hang with the boys. And hang with the boys and let the boys Mm. hang. Yeah, Yeah. they they won't hang better without the Tommy John. Got to get you. There you go. Check that out. So love them, Tommy John. Actually, have a pair on right now. I'm feeling good. There you go. All right. Okay, I got a couple of defensive-related questions for you. And, and Nate, you kind of hinted on it in the break there, I think. Um, the Cowboys were really starting to look good on defense against the run. Um, they held Pittsburgh pretty well. They held uh, – they did pretty solid against Minnesota, considering – well, actually, Minnesota racked up the yards. But, you know, they won the game. They, they got the stops when they needed to. And then Washington just torched them. They just couldn't stop anything. And some of the, the, you know, the bloggers out there and some of the, the stats folks, you know, pointed out film where they weren't filling gaps. And, the, you know, it was just what happened? Was okay, the players okay. just not paying attention? Was it bad scheming? I talked to Bucky Brooks, one of our own now. Tar Hill. Tar Hill. And, and Bucky <laughs> Brooks, me and Bill was talking, Bill Jones was talking. He said, man, did you see when the kid ran for 37 yards? That they had a dime look out there, you know. Wait, a running back ran for 37 yards? <laughs> you know, the 37 yard TD. Dang. And they had a dime look out there. And so Wait, I'm like. In the NFL? Uh, in the NFL? <laughs> yeah. A, another team, a, a running back uh, for an NFL team ran for 37 yards? Yeah. Okay, against a, the Dallas Cowboys. In a game, in a game. <laughs> In a game or in practice? In, in games. Okay, anyway, before I was rudely interrupted by my special wow. guy. Uh, Let me say this right here. Man. So we was trying to figure out why, but Bucky was sending me as he watched <laughs> the game and he watched the whole game over and over. He said that Scott Turner, the offensive coordinator for the Redskins, was was going too tight early in the game, and that kind of – and it was kind of catching the ball. So that kind of spooked the, off, the defensive coordinator. Instead of him trying to match up every time and have a possibility of being late, he just went dime the rest of the game. 
And once they stayed in dime and they decided they was going to stay in dime, then that option, that, 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 that became a big option. The, the way they was running the ball, vertically running right up our gut there because we was, we was weak there. So, uh, you know, just, it's not a big thing that they did it because a lot of teams have done it to us, but uh, we just can't match up. Defensively, when we have good tight ends, and like you say, just backs coming out of the backfield, we don't have the hybrid players at linebacker to be able to cover effectively and then be able to defend the run when they do come. So until we get that guy or guys to do the right thing, this is what you can expect. And, and this is why I go back to my point in, in, in part one of my audio book that I did the other day. The gospel. <laughs> the gospel. The gospel. Jesse Holly. <laughs> there you go. The football gospel. <laughs> You hit you hit it right on the head, Nate. And this is why you can't fully put on the blame to Mike McCarthy, because the players on this roster are not equipped and built for the NFL that we live in today. These are the guys that they hoped they they took a gamble and they hoped that Jalen Smith could be what he once was at Notre Dame pre knee injury. And they lost. Not only did they take a gamble with him in the draft, they had the audacity to double down on their bet and give him a contract. And they lost. They lost. And they don't have anyone in today's NFL. Your tight ends are more athletic. Your running backs are more versatile. Nate just told you they saw something where they couldn't change. They, 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 they didn't have the studs to say, you know what? Leave our linebackers on the field so that we can still fill the gaps for the running for the running game. But also when these backs get out of the backfield, your Gibsons and, uh, you know, the Gibson types, they can still cover them the same. We have one type of player and, and we have one hitch ponies, one, one, one trick ponies. And the trick that they do aren't even effective. See, we can't fill up the gaps and cover with our linebackers. So we're forced to now go dime with DBs who have to make a decision. Am I going to take on a block and spill this running back? Am I going to step up and tackle this running back? Or am I going to run into this block and stick like glue? And you saw that happen in the second half of the game. This is why I, I keep saying that Mike needs an opportunity to put guys in position because we don't have the dogs. We don't have the, the horses to run the new NFL race with running backs who can run up the gut and running backs who will motion out, who will split out and will run routes on you. Nate, you just, you just explained it perfectly of why we struggle because we don't have the players to stop, not even in our own division, not Miles Sanders, mm -hmm. When, when, when Miles Sanders gets fully healthy and, and Saquon Barkley and the Gibson kid in, 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 in Washington, when those got like, this is our division. This is the team that we have to play two times, each team two times a year. That's six games out of the season that we have to play that right now we don't have the defensive equipment to really go after those guys. You got to get players in here who, who are like, you want running backs to be able to do more? Cool. You got to have defensive players who are able to do more as well. Well, and we don't have them. Let, let me ask you, th this brings up a point, and one particular defensive player I wanted to ask you about, and that, that's Alden Smith. He, he, when we signed him, it was kind of a shot in the dark, a, a take, you know, just a 
Let's see what happens. And he came out of the, the gate just gangbusters. In his first three games, he had four sacks, 20 tackles, three tackles for locks, lost six quarterback hits. Since then, in his last eight games, he's had one sack, 24 tackles, two tackles for loss, and five quarterback hits. So is this a guy that... Will be better uh, you next know, you, year. You, you, you thought you... You think so? You, we thought we might get more out of him after that great start, and now he seems to settle down. I wondered, is, is this... Are they scheming him? Are they just blocking him better? Or is he yep. hit a wall? Or to, I, my, I was going to say, there's two things. There's two things. This guy hasn't played in five years. So he's hitting... Like, he's basically what... Uh, uh, a rookie coming into the league would be because he hasn't played in five years. So he's hitting that kind of that proverbial rookie wall, right? And the mm-hmm. second thing is they got film on him now. See, before you, they didn't have film on him uh, from five years ago. You got to go five years back to find film on him. And now that they got film on him, not only him, but how he has to play within this scheme and the players around him, See, uh, when, when, when the Niners were kind of really doing their thing, they had other guys around him that, was, that enabled him to be free, that enabled him to go and do what he was doing before. Yes, immense amount of talent, but he had other guys around him who was opening things up for him to be more successful. So mm. now that they have film of what Alden Smith is in this defense with the players around him, they're saying, you know what, we'll take our chances with going one-on-one with Neville Gallimore or someone like that with our center and we'll just bump everybody outside to those other guys and double team them and make them have to work even harder to get, you know, to get what they got to get before, you know, he was getting some one-on-one coverage. There wasn't much film on him. It was kind of like surprising some guys because they haven't seen him in in a long time. So his moves and stuff like that, the quickness, but now that they got film and he's kind of hitting that proverbial wall, you know, you're starting to see it kind of level out a little bit, and he'll he'll be better next year. You know, yeah. he'll be better because he, he, like you said, Jason, you this talked is, about this earlier. Is the weight? He 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 will be a he will find that weight now. He's like, okay, this was maybe a little bit too heavy. Let me get a little bit of this yep. off of me, so I won't hit that wall and I can stay effective the whole year. You know, but I just think. You know, I knew that's okay. He'll probably come out, have a few sacks, get everybody hyped up, and then they'll figure him out. They'll figure him out. And so now, uh, next year, he'll be a little bit better. If he's a part of this program, he'll be a, he'll be a, he'll be a lot better, and he'll figure out his weight. Then he that will was, figure out what he can can and cannot do with his weight. That was my next question. <clears throat> I mean, you, this is a one year flyer. He's a free agent. Are are you willing to invest on invest in him next year? Pay a, a bigger deal to a. 32-year-old, whatever he is. I don't uh, know what the price is. I don't know what the going rate is this year because this is going to be a wild year. So I don't know what the rate is, you know, for him and guys of his um, nature. I will give give Alden Smith – I will give him a respectable offer. And I'm not begging him to take it. I'm going to say here's – I'm going to say here's where you are. Okay, son, you were five years out of football and you had a problem and no one touched you. We gave you a chance. All right. And we're going to offer you something respectable and competitive. And if you turn it down, so be it, because I still have guys that I want to see. I still got the Bradley and Nyes of the world that I want to see that I have. I drafted. I got some more guys that I'll probably pick up in the draft this year as well. 
So here's what we're going to do. If you want to be a part of this, if you want to stay with Coach Tom Sula and that's your guy, cool. We're going to give you, it's going to be respectable. It, it, it may not be market price. It may not be competitive to what the other people may be giving you. But just remember, they didn't give you a shot. And, and I'm, I'm speaking to both sides of my mouth. I'm speaking from a team perspective and I'm going to speak from a player perspective. Now, <clears throat> Alden may say, the hell with y'all. I, I, don't, I don't owe you anything. I, I, you yeah. gave me a shot and I worked myself into this position. But if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm speaking from a businessman's position, I give him a respectable offer and it's literally take it or leave it. We're not going to beg you to play for us. We gave you an opportunity. We did you a favor by putting you on our football team when no one else would touch you because of your coach. If he's still here and you want to be a part of this, here's the offer we got. Take it or leave it. But if not, then I, I, I say, you know what? Thank you. We appreciate you, Bradley and I, and whoever else. Yes, you're number two for you, young fella. Um, let's strong. saddle up. Let's roll. You know, and I agree. Arm strong. Let's I, go. I, I agree 100%. You know, and you guys know I, I, I fell in love with two guys that wasn't here, that's not here anymore, and Don Terry and um, Everson Griffin. Because I saw, the, I, I saw them on the field, even though I did not go and look at the film on Don Terry. You know, because I got word now, you know, after the fact that, okay, he wasn't that great in his last stop. <clears throat> but anyway, he's given us what he's he's given us, and I think he has probably a little bit more by the end of the year, but we'll see a better guy next year if he's here. Great, great uh, thing, Jess. I, I'll go with you 100% on that. All right. Chris is yelling at us, demanding a break. So let's take a break. Between we'll be right between back. him eating, between him eating and pulling boys. stuff out his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Just like all of you, we at Seeky can't wait until we're back in the stands at full strength cheering on the Cowboys and singing along to our favorite songs again. We're using this time to make discovering, buying, and selling tickets to events in Dallas easier. Plus, every ticket purchased on SeatGeek is protected by our buyer guarantee, which means you'll get your money back or better if your event is canceled. Guaranteed. Download the SeatGeek app today, and when the time is right, let's go. SeatGeek. It's game day. You know what that means. First, kebab prep. Steak, pepper, onion, steak, pepper, onion. Next, a counterclockwise lap around the room. Now, the lucky grease-stained jersey goes on. And lastly, the dance. You know the one. This is a game day ritual no matter where you are. Whether you're traveling to the game or watching from your favorite vacation spot, book a place to stay on Hotels.com and keep the tradition alive and well. Hotels.com, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. Grab some OtterBox gear and get ready for hanging with the boys. From rugged venture coolers to tough-as-nails elevation tumblers, we've got what you need to keep your game day drinks frosty and your football feast ice cold. And with cases, screen protectors, and power accessories, you can defend your phone and stay connected to every play. Gear up at OtterBox.com and amp up the fun of every Cowboys game. That's OtterBox.com. Dear, it's 1908. Don't you think we should get electricity? Hmm, and stop using candles to see at night. It's just electricity lights up the room fast. It's more reliable than candles blowing out, and people seem to love it nationwide. Well, candles are... Dear, did you just run into the wall? Nope. May I have a new candle, please? Historically, switching to new technology is a no-brainer. Today, it's AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure, and nationwide. Switch to AT&T 5G. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan. May not be in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Back to 
Dancing with the Boys. We are back on Hanging with the Boys. It is Christmas time. The Cowboys have put together a fantastic Christmas show. You can watch it online virtually. Um, Ted Barnett, the man behind the scenes, put that all together. It's pretty, pretty amazing. Even though you can't be in there in person, you can still celebrate Christmas with the Cowboys online. Check it out. Uh, go to DallasCowboys.com slash Christmas, I think. That's where it is. But, uh, celebrate the holidays with the Cowboys. Check it out. Hey, what do all we, right, fellas. What, what, what do we call Ted? Do I have a name for Ted? Ted Barnett. It, that's uh, that's for fish, uh, fish, fish killer. killer, fish killer. Okay, fish okay, killer. yeah, I'm like I see killer, fish killer. killer but you, all right, cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, we need we need to get fish killer on here. So, um, all right. So this morning, apparently, Stephen Jones said there's a chance that Tavon Diggs, Trevon Diggs, could find his way back uh, before the end of the season. I have a couple questions. One. Um, do you think he should bring him back, or do they just need to rest the kid and let him get healthy for next year? And two, I guess this—I didn't realize the Cowboys had not played a single game yet with all four of their starting cornerbacks: Diggs, Awuzie, Brown, and Lewis. How big of an impact do you think that's had on the team this year? You actually should Diggs come back if he just yeah. got—if he—if he, if he just feels uncomfortable. He shouldn't play. If he just, I mean, if he, if he wake up and say, hmm, he shouldn't play. I, I'm, I'm being honest. Wow. That's how I feel. I'm, I'm right there with you. There, there's, so nothing, there's nothing more he should come back for this year. I mean, even, he got even, even the let, development. Let, let me say this right here. Go back and watch. He this. wasn't developing when he, when he was playing, <laughs> like, he, like in the sense of he was developing. He was developing because he was getting the reps, but he was getting torched. Like he was getting yeah. whooped a lot of the time because they were matching him up with number one wide receivers. So to me, it, it, it's it's there's nothing else that he has to prove or he can do to help this defense. I think for him is get 100% healthy. Like, take the long road to get back healthy. Don't take the, I'm coming back in six to eight weeks getting healthy. No, no, no. Take take the normal person route to getting back healthy again. Don't take the NFL professional athlete route where a doctor would say, hey, you just broke your this or you just hurt that. Yeah, that's going to be two months for you to get back ready to go. Not the, hey, you're back in three weeks, right? There, there's two different levels of, of how things work. You got the normal person recovery time you the pro and you got athlete. the NFL player Pro athlete recovery time. Take the per, take the regular person recovery time. Get yourself fully healthy and going. Because what you don't want is a setback. I don't want a setback to where now he can't give me his all this offseason because he's rehabbing or he's half stepping or he just can't go because of whatever. Give get fully healthy so that when we get into this offseason, because to me, whenever the, whenever the 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 the, the green light is given for off-season activities, this Cowboy team has to hit it 100 miles an hour. You, there's no easing into this. Like, you have to, you got to go 100 miles an hour. You got to get back into the mix of things and really, and I need all guys who are healthy to go. So if I got a guy who's trying to make it back, that tells me that that's not a full recovery. That's recovery enough to play, but not quite there. So I, for me, there's nothing that, 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 that Diggs can do that wants me to get him back on the field uh, at this, this season. Okay. Yeah. Let's walk through I this. Was... The, LA, the L.A. Rams, 
He had to face their number one receiver. He had to play, face Julio Robert Jones. Williams. And Julio Jones dropped two touchdowns on him, remember? He had to face <laughs> the kid who he ran down with the Seattle Seahawks. He had to face the Cleveland yep. Browns when they were healthy at wide receiver. New York was okay. Odell Beckham. And then he had and then yeah. he had to come out and face uh the kid at the Cardinals. Brother, let me tell you something. There's <laughs> Hopkins and You Larry cannot Fitzgerald. tell me. And see, I, I I'm a realist. You cannot tell me that the more he played, the more experience he's gonna get. Not not what was happening to him in those five or six games. You have success and you learn from that success. You have a few breakdowns and you learn where you went wrong. But when every game is just a mass <laughs> case of disorder, wow. what do you learn? You can't learn in mass chaos, man. You can't learn in mass chaos. Mm -hmm. You cannot, I promise you. That was too much coming at that kid. Mm -hmm. If he just wake up and say, man, my foot itching, don't play. <laughs> this also surprised me a little bit a little bit as well. Pro Football Focus, you know, they grade players. And some people, you know, it's arbitrary. Some people don't buy into it. But they have graded 125 NFL cornerbacks. Awuzier, or excuse me, Diggs is ranked 56th out of those 125. Awuzier 71st, Brown 106th, and Lewis 112th. I mean, you don't even have... None of your quarterbacks are in the top 50. Have they really been that bad? And is it, are they just because they're not getting pressure, they're being hanging, you know, left out to dry? Or, or is this a position that really just needs an overhaul? I think it's 50% both. I think it's 50% both because when these kids, Deion Sanders told me one time, he said, Nate, he said, you know what, I was a good cornerback. But I always made sure I had some rushmen up front. You know, so them one or two times I may have to cover an extra two or three ticks, I can do it. But I cannot see myself covering six seconds every down. I, ain't no corner in the world can do that, man. Not six, five to six seconds None. every down. Quarterbacks drop back, look around, be getting ready to run, stop, and throw a ball. That's four and a half, five seconds, man. When when quarterbacks are trying to get the ball out around 2.4 at the worst, our guys are averaging getting it out at 3.2 versus us. That, that's too much. That's too much. You know, these guys can go and be good backups, a solid starter somewhere else where it's a pass rush. We've seen it happen. Mm. Wow. That that is kind of off the off the subject a little bit, but it brings up a question I wanted to ask you, Jesse. When you get in those situations as a receiver where you have those long, you know, the pass there's no pass rush, so you know your quarterback's got time. Well, you know that I would assume most routes aren't going to last five seconds. So what are you doing at that point? Once the route you've done your route, is it basically street ball after that? You're just going wherever you find an opening. Well, once I come into a game knowing that my quarterback is going to have time is now I'm able to work him. Like now I don't have to rush things. Now I'm able to set him up, you know, give him a little, little extra at the line of scrimmage, you know, maybe give him a little uh, midway through my route because I'm not having to make sure that I got to get in and get out because because we don't have no we don't have no, no offensive line to block him. Uh, so I'm able to do so many different things. But once the play break down, there's there's indicators. Right. So if a play breaks down and a quarterback begins 
uh, uh, to roll. Let's say he rolls right to your side. Uh, you know, it's kind of uh, first, you know, uh, deepest guy goes deep. Next guy comes down and the guy, it's like almost a three tier thing. You're trying to find your way in that three tier thing. So it's not it looks like street ball, but everybody has kind of an assignment of where your route went. You may go, you may now have the vertical. The next guy may now have come into that mid range. And then you want to have that safety valve uh, coming back towards the quarterback. So it's, it's organized chaos, but you understand within the route concept, if this play were to break down, where do I go and how do I find an opening for the quarterback? Because it has to be decisive. What you don't want to do is, you know, you act like you're going to go up and you stop. And the quarterback throws it because you're like you're going up, and now there's a cornerback yeah. standing back there because he thought he was going up and intercepts it, or vice versa. You know, you think like you're gonna, you know, come down and then turn and go up, and he throws it like you're gonna come down, and the quarterback standing there because he went with you coming down. So it's organized okay. chaos, and you know within that whole route concept who has the deepest route, who has the mid level, and who has the kind of the you know the comeback to the quarterback type uh, situation. You know so who's great at that? That's something is, that it, uh, it is. You know who's great at that is Russell Wilson with his little guy. I can't think of his name from K State. Uh, him and that guy is Tyler Lockett. Oh yes sir. Lockett. They are great at that. They are great. When you find a guy that can link to you like that, whew, that's sweet. Wow. All right. Well we've we've made it fellas. Thanks yes. for putting you up the with man. me without Shannon. You the man. You, you the man. man. Hey. Shannon. You the man. Right. Shannon for, man. <laughs> Thank you to Tiff's Treats for the cookies. Thank you, Tiff. I hope yours are waiting for Thank you when you. you get home. My wife is enjoying Thank it. Thank you, Stop. Yeah, exactly. I've got the kids waiting outside the door for these damn cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Beam, thank you for keeping us on the air. Shannon, we missed you. Hope you're back tomorrow. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you Monday, actually. We're off tomorrow on Friday. We'll be back Gotta on be Monday. Got to be strong and lift time. them trailer girls. Everybody have a good yeah. weekend. We are yeah. hanging with the boys. Lift with your legs, not your back. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?